2: Welcome back to Watchpoint Radio Podcast, a podcast dedicated to Overwatch and its community. I am Bobby Schissler, also known as Blazing Bob, and today I'm joined by Melissa Schissler. You might know her as Melarina from the Cavalry. Say hi, Melarina.
3: Hey, guys.
2: And I'm also joined by Jason Brown, some of you might know him as timeless soul what's up timeless what's going on Bobby hey well I know a lot of people know you in our discord but the vast majority of the people that download the podcast every week are not in our discord (laughs) I can tell you that for (laughs) a fact by the numbers that are on our server so why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself and what you actually do for our organization
1: Uh, well um, I'm Jason Brown, also known as Timeless Soul, um, on Blizzard and on Overwatch. I am the social media marketing coordinator. Long story short, I take care of your Twitter, uh, kind of oversee all of the social media aspects, but I'm just like one of you guys. I am an avid gamer, all the way from smashing buttons on Street Fighter arcade machines to Overwatch been gaming since i was pretty much 10 so going on 15 years now
2: and it appears that you are a yankees fan too
1: you know i am originally from new york but i am in colorado right now so unfortunately uh we didn't make a we didn't make it past the astros
3: why did you move to colorado Hello.
1: oh uh i did navy for 11 years and then i met my wife and she's from here so that's how i ended up out here
2: so it wasn't the uh, medical situation <laughs> out there? The sticky of the icky? No, it wasn't. <laughs> yes, okay. <man. laughs> you have to lie. That's a <laughs> <funny. laughs> Oh, my gosh. All right, well, uh, this is episode 79 of Watchpoint Radio. We are recording on October 24th. Hopefully, it will be available on all your podcast catchers on October 25th. Uh, We've had a little issue. Jaw hasn't been able to make it the last couple weeks, and so I do not know if he will for sure have it edited and out tonight. He did get it out by end of the day last Wednesday, so I have faith. uh, uh, So for our first-time listeners, uh, this is a podcast that focuses on Overwatch news, a little bit of esports, a little bit of strategy, but we're basically... Focus on the, com- on the community and the state of the game. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Watchpoint Radio. You can also join our Discord at discord.me slash mashthosebuttons. We didn't have any community feedback this week. Uh, nobody wrote in. We didn't get any iTunes reviews, but we've been really thankful for the iTunes reviews we have gotten, I think, since I've been on the show We've had this is the second week we haven't had any. So thank you guys so much for doing that and taking the time to give us reviews. We're gonna go ahead and move into the uh the main discussion.
0: Top story.
2: All right, so in the main the main discussion today, I wanted to talk about uh, the declining play of overwatch uh i don't have any numbers from the u.s or anything but i noticed an article be in the show notes but an article talking about how in japan internet cafes this week over uh overwatch is down by five per uh percent and PUBG has taken it over has taken over the number one spot with league of legends right behind it so Overwatch was at about 18%, now they're at about 13%, per, uh, and uh, just, uh, I want to talk about why that might be. Uh, I want to give uh, you guys a chance, though, to, to kind of chime in first. So, Mel, why do you think that it's down so much so quick in just one week?
3: Because uh, everybody is getting ready for BlizzCon!
1: Yay!
3: Really, I mean, Overwatch has been silent, you know? We've been waiting, it's the end of the season, and people in these internet cafes realized their internet wasn't good enough to play Overwatch, so they played at home now.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I doubt it, though. Like, the majority of... Japanese people do play in the internet cafes because it's a nicer computer than they could afford, and the internet is way better. Plus, the camaraderie—it's just a whole different—it's uh, a whole different dynamic over there. I wonder—you know—you do make a good point though about them being quiet. You know, Blizzard's been quiet for a couple weeks now in anticipation of BlizzCon, and maybe, maybe the Overwatch community community is a little spoiled they're constantly getting new stuff i mean the news is crazy it's hard to even keep up with normally on a weekly podcast so it's been a little weird for us having to think of different things to talk about because there actually isn't really news <clears throat> what about you timus what do you think is uh
1: possibly the reason uh well let's let's look at this at retrospect real quick So this time last year, what was going on? (laughs) We had Sombra ARG, right? That was like the talk of the town, right? Led up to BlizzCon, had to release a Sombra. This year, complete 180, right? BlizzCon is going, or Blizzard is going dark now, right? So now what's gonna happen? They're probably gonna hit you guys with some crazy announcements when you get there, releasing a whole slew of things that we were not even ready for just because they wanna make up for last year. So you have that. You also have the Halloween event. A lot of people are playing the Halloween event. Some people are not interested in the Halloween event. So the numbers are gonna fluctuate as these events keep happening. But I have to agree with Mel on this one. It's gotta be because of BlizzCon.
2: Well, uh, make a good point. And I'd like to point out on, on that note that last year after BlizzCon, the numbers were at an all-time high for at least a week after BlizzCon, so the hype was real. And like I think that happens probably every year, where Blizzard basically tries to shock and awe, and then numbers are up for a time after that. Also, I think a lot of people, a lot of casuals, show back up for the different um, the different eve Events. So it was a little weird for me that the play was down with the Junkenstein's revenge that's out right right now. That's what struck me as a little odd. Because usually that brings the casuals back.
3: I think the recycling so was, of events is doing that though. You know, people that played it last year, they you know, maybe like I have played it a couple of times. I love Junkenstein's Revenge, but I've already played it, so yeah. I feel like the recycling is going to hurt them.
1: I think uh, I think you're dead on. I think also take into consideration what normally happens at the end of a season. You know, all the people that want to hold on to their SR that way they don't lose anymore. They're going to stop playing competitive, right? Which means right. they may just take a break True. altogether for the rest of the season for this last what five days or whatever it is, right? So. You know, you may have it right there where people are leaving competitive slash Overwatch right now, and then you have BlizzCon, you know, so your casuals might come to play the Halloween event, but all of us um, regular ones that are here to stay, you know, we see those up and downs. They fluctuate.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Bull Dockside in chat says that uh, junk play up, Overwatch play down. (laughs) so So true I think he might be onto something also the mercy changes I mean there's a lot of people that played mercy and there could be a lot of real salty people right now about all the changes so quickly Uh, I know Mel had almost I mean she had to practice quite a bit before she was comfortable with the new mercy changes and they just they changed her again so
3: yeah, I and mean, that I just wasn't some of it. I just wasn't playing a ton. So when I would get on, you know, infrequently, I, compared to what I was playing, you know, I felt like I needed to play on my alt to get more practice at Mercy before I played at Diamond level. You know,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, but that
3: was just me being respectful to people. I could to have done the opposite to who <laughs> to my teammates. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um You know she wanted to jump on the It It's a little weird because well, actually I'll save that comment for later because we're gonna talk about season six and what we think for season seven a little a little later in the show. Um that brings me to my other question. Does Overwatch need more content? I read an article talking about how we needed more characters, how there wasn't enough characters let out, how you know, just like They're saying that Overwatch doesn't have enough content. Why don't we start with you, Timeless? What do you think about that? Um, Did you get a chance to read the article?
1: Yeah, I I did. And so, what does everyone usually want when they want content, right? They want either new game mode, um, more skins, less sprays, except for you, Bobby. I know you love your sprays and your voice lines. Voice Uh, lines is what I love. I don't like sprays. I'm going to channel our. uh, our uh, master here, uh, and say that uh, I'm not really down with the voice lines. Okay, <laughs> trying to emulate Job, ja, but I can't do my best Job ja voice right now. But um, no, um, diff- definitely the the game modes because we don't have that many game modes. New maps, everyone always wants new maps, new skins. Um, and, and just more everything. But right now we're not getting it again. BlizzCon, you know, they're getting ready to release a lot of content. And if the community would just have patience. And yes, I know we're gamers and we hate having patience. Hmm. But if we're patient, you'll see that we're going to we're going to get a lot of a lot of items. Definitely going to get a lot of items.
2: Yeah. What do you think, Mel?
3: Um, well. I mean, I'm definitely have a pessimistic view on this point, just because I think that people are going to complain no matter what. So if we had more content, they'd say, oh, great, they keep pushing out content, but it's unbalanced and it's just stupid. Why do we have so many characters if we can't balance the stupid characters that we already have? Like, I feel like that's what would be said if we had 25 more characters, but you only played eight of them still like It is a game of 6v6, and there are going to be metas where there's only specific characters played to the best. You know, yeah, there might be a little bit of variation, but we've seen some of that already. And I think their option of taking it and making the players that we already have better, as opposed to adding new characters that take other characters out of meta, is a better call. Like, I'd be pissed if they put in a new healer to replace Mercy and I just had to like start all over with a new healer that I wanted to play if that's the only character I played you know what I mean like at least a rework I can kind of see okay maybe this is you know more my style or you know I can try another character but at least that's my choice it wasn't just kind of thrown on me um but again I think they'll complain about anything so I mean i deal with that in life every day. So I think I'm a little bit more jaded, I guess. But (laughs) I don't think it's anything to worry about. I mean, I think 25 great characters is better than 100 mediocre characters.
1: I would agree. I would agree. I would
2: definitely agree. And I want you to point out any polished first person shooter that has 25 or more characters. No way. Uh, I am definitely not not an an expert, but I know MOBAs have a ton of characters, but this is not a MOBA. This is a MOBA inspired by MOBA first person shooter, Mm -hmm. uh, team-based first person shooter. It's not a MOBA. And I don't want characters that quick. completely throws off so much in the game when a new character comes out. That brings me like, okay, it basically it's a team game with roles, okay? And so you bring a new character out, people want to try it. Even people that don't normally play that that role. Like like support people. When doom when Doomfist came out, they wanted to try him. And that also brings another, uh, a, uh, another problem in. So I'd like to move on to talking about what I think the problem is, and that's the SR, the SR system that Blizzard has in place for, over, for Overwatch. I don't see how it can work in the current state that, it, that it's in, right? Right, right, right now, it... It gives everybody who one-tricks the benefit of the doubt. It gives them the the most when that is the least expected play play style in the, the game. The biggest thing in Overwatch is that you can change characters. If it was a MOBA, then there would be a drafting stage. We would pick a team and we would stick with it the entire time would actually probably make Overwatch more competitive because you would actually have a team. People could leave before it started. I mean, there would be a lot of things different. I really think what we need really bad is we need to queue as our role. And I mean, like, we need to queue as our, our role, flex, Uh. Like you could you could choose multiple roles, but if you get put in a in a role, and then you don't choose that, like it would show over your your head which role you you picked. If you didn't choose that, you could be reported, and that would be a a punishable offense. I think that could actually help. And some people say, "Well, then you're stuck in two, 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 Well, way better than stuck in three in three mercy mains and three DPS.
3: I disagree, though. You're going to get mercy mains that are <sighs> going to queue as DPS just because they want to play DPS, and you're still going to. I feel like, what if you play Lucio and Winston really well? What do you queue as? You know, and then you're forced to like. Only play Lucio when you play that game, even though you know a Winston is needed. But the people that cut as tank can't play Winston. You know, like what this game needs is more communication between the people, and it needs guilds. I think guilds would solve that problem better than a ranking or than a system that makes you pick a role.
2: Well, first off, they need to take out the negative the negative things to grouping because the larger your group, the worse off it is for you. The less SR you gain, the more you lose. They need to take that out first. But that's because it's
3: not an easy way to group. So the only people that are grouping are the people that are a coordinated team. And if you group with people that you're not as coordinated with, you take the risk of going up against a coordinated team who plays together all the time. And that's why it's hard. It's not that you get less Rs less SR. It's that
2: No, you actually do.
3: You don't get yeah, Not if you yeah, perform you, the same
2: in their SR system, it actually you actually get get less and lose more. The the larger group that you're in. Um there's no Blizzard release uh, uh that says that, but there's countless YouTube Tests and and tests on on them on stream like there's quite a bit of information about it. Uh, you can look that up, but w- we don't need to get into that. You uh, you mentioned that like a mercy may is gonna queue for DPS. Fine, if she queues for, then what you do is you have a different SR for each one that 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 um you do. You have a A DPS SR, you have a healing uh, support SR, and a tank SR. So when you queue, you queue at that SR level. Or you just make it so people can't look at your profile while you're in a game. They have to friend you to to look at it or look at it after game.
3: I agree. I I love that idea because nothing's more frustrating than... You know, like, what do I have to do to stop playing Mercy? You know, like, how many hours do I have to have in quick play with another character? How many, like, there is never a game that I am in. Even if I try to play something else, even if I've practiced thousands of hours on that player in quick play, it doesn't matter because it's not as much as I've played Mercy and they know I'm a good Mercy. So I'm always going to be asked to play Mercy. And at that point, do I say, okay, no? and then tilt the team? Or do I say, okay, yes. Well, and then that just accumulates more hours on Mercy, repeating the problem. If you had
2: queued <laughs> as a DPS and you go support, then it is a reportable. In my in my world, in Bobby's world, it is a reportable offense. So you could say, I can't go Mercy because I queued DPS. And, th- and if we had the different SRs for what you queued, then you would be queuing at your DPS level. Now there'd be there'd be more freaking there'd be more placements you'd have to play, but hey, I mean that'd be that'd be pretty cool actually. That's I just thought about that like on the spot when like when you were talking about it. But what do you think,
1: time? Let's well, chime in yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, because I, I was kind of letting the grown-up speak here for a second. So <laughs> um okay, so basically you're talking League of Legends, right? Because that's essentially what you would be turning Overwatch into. Um, When you queue for DPS, you only have DPS heroes to pick from. So that would solve the support main going in as a DPS role because then the DPS role wouldn't have a support class in it um, in Bobby's world. Yeah, with we would definitely have to rework
2: the classes yes. too you know you'd have to you'd have to rework those cuz there'd just be
1: a ton of dps ones so well right well you got to remember something the <clears throat> the classifications that the heroes are in now don't necessarily fit the role that they play okay like mei like hanzo they are D- well hanzo dps right? But he's classified as a defense player. So in that instance, yeah, a whole rework of the classification for each hero would would need to happen. But to get back to what Mel was saying earlier, right now at the state of the game, communication is the number one problem that the community is having. Because take it from me, where I I solo queue quick play, tons of quick play, right? And I am barely talking to anyone, right? So I'm a Lucio main, right? But I play widow on quick play, right? So if I go into competitive, they're going to look at my stats and go, oh, you're a Lucio main, go Lucio. You know, But what if I don't want to go Lucio? If I go widow, then I'm going to hear, oh my God, he went widow. What are we going to do now? And then they're going to think that I'm throwing. But if I have like 50 hours, on widow and I'm a decent widow then let me prove myself
3: nobody looks at that quick, though pr- and it's a such quick- a cycle it's such yeah. a cycle it's like you get conned into playing lucio again and then you have more hours on lucio
1: mm-hmm. so
3: how are you ever supposed to get your widow hours up to be okay to play widow if nobody ever is okay with you playing widow
1: right and that's on any hero that just doesn't have right. to be widow you know with with more of your quote unquote air quotes, guys, your meta heroes, right? Of course, soldiers are gonna get picked. Reinhardt's gonna get picked. Diva's gonna get picked. Mercy's gonna get picked now. You know, you guys said it before. everybody's a
3: mercy main now.
1: Yeah. Mer- mercy numbers are skyrocketing, right? Lucio numbers are steady and starting to dip down. You know, see, Mel knows what's going on. She She's in the know. <laughs> you know, um, it 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 it's difficult when you are either in your guys's level because between you two and me, there's a huge gap, a skill gap, right? You guys are platinum diamond. I'm gold silver, right? So down in what Bob calls my Elo hell, right? <laughs> me playing anything but what my stats say is bad. If my stats say anything but Lucio Diva, I can't go anything else but that. Quick
2: uh pro tip on that. Tell people you have multiple accounts. I was on my uh I was on my solo account the other day and I swapped to Hanzo and the guy goes, "Oh man, come on, please don't don't throw." And I and I was like, "Dude, they've got a widow and a Hanzo, and this is the character that I best know how to take him out with. And he goes, dude, you have an hour on Hanzo. I was like, oh dude, dude, this is just one of my th- one of my th- one of my three accounts. I've g- I've got 40 hours on Hanzo. He was he was like, Oh, okay. Went on. We won. And you just kind of have to sell yourself. So like just make it up. Say this is just one of your accounts. You have plenty of hours on so-and-so one good thing is to that fact is the little quick look when you hit p i don't know what it is on the console but when you look at your team screen and you hover over them and it says what they've played at least it's what they've played that season right so you can kind of change your main from season to season in that main sense of what people look at and bold and bold in chat said you know if We did my queue thing. Queue times for DPS would be 45 minutes, but I don't think that's a bad thing. That's how it is in World of Warcraft when you queue. Everybody wants to DPS, and so the queue's longer for them. And if that was the case, then uh, people would either leave, like like, like Mel had said in chat, but really, people leaving comp. Isn't the worst thing ever.
3: I think people Uh, would leave the game.
2: Yeah. And I mean, that's really not the worst thing ever for the health of competitive. I
3: disagree. I think I would leave the game. If I was the DPS main, like the thing that draws me to Overwatch the most is that I can play 15 minute games, 20 minute games, 30 minute games, and I'm not stuck for two and a half hours. Eight and a half hours, like wow. You know what I mean? Like the people that play WoW at a competitive level know that going in. They know, okay, I'm gonna be here for the long haul. You know, like you don't queue for something thinking I'm gonna have dinner in an hour. Like you just don't. <laughs> and that's the difference. Yeah, but that's you make difference dinner either the computer. <laughs> yeah, but that's the difference between WoW and Overwatch is, I mean, one of the many. But like, I think the allure is that quick. You know, satisfaction of I queue, I get queued. Like my god, we complain when it's like four minutes. We're like, oh, the queue times.
2: <laughs> but that's the price for playing DPS. You know, like I think the Overwatch League could help us out when they start up because if they romanticize tank players and 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 support players more, it'll help more people want to do that. I didn't ever want to play support and now playing Zen and and Lucio are my favorite jobs. It's literally what I want to do first because nobody thinks that, that like, there's no pressure. Nobody thinks that you're, that you're the one carrying the, the game, but as a Zen or as a Lucio or as, or or as mercy or as Anna, you can, well, not Anna so much right now, but (laughs) you can carry like, you have that power, and uh, and South, uh, South Korea has shown us that. Like, their tanks and their supports are their, are their stars, and they can slot in whatever DPS they fucking want. So I think the Overwatch League could help the game a lot by romanticizing more supports and tanks and not romanticizing the DPS so much. Uh that That's just what I think could help. Also, a change they could make to the SR system that could be good is just a behind-the-scenes, which I've mentioned before, a behind-the-scenes thing that checks the character you've played most in that season and tries to put you in, in queue at the very least with not another person that's played that character the most. So you'd never see two Mercy mains. You'd never t- see two Soldier mains you see what i'm saying like at least you would have that cuz right now the sr system is random i mean you could get 4 tanks and two and two dps you could get four you know supports and two dps you could get five dps and one's and and one support and if that other team just happened to luck out and get a 2 2 2 or something close to it you've already lost pretty much so that's my problem with the current SR workup and you could also change it by making a pure ladder. Yep. You just make it wins and losses and that's another way to change it. The only thing that sucks about that so it take a lot longer for those uh pro smurfs to uh work their way up. So instead of getting up to masters in their placements, they would get to you know they would get to just probably middle of the road gold and then they'd work their way up from there destroying games for
1: people as they rise
3: yeah and well, then see, that Bronx would eliminate smurfs would be that forever. would eliminate
1: smurfs right like for instance right so street fighter street fighter has the ladder system you win you lose that's how you progress up and down with overwatch that would eliminate smurfs because you, you wouldn't need two three four different accounts because you got it try to get that one account up to to masters you know right now you know you never know who you're going to run into you might run into you know bobby and then next thing you know next game you got fun bobby and they're two different two different um uh, accounts two different levels but for all you know you could be playing with your buddies and the other one you're playing by yourself or one account you're throwing you never know so the 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 you're right, Bobby. That the, right now the SR system is really janky. It really is, and it needs a lot of work. Yeah, and I've done
2: I've done. You know, I wanted to since I do the podcast. I wanted to have a good view of what was going on. So I have three accounts. One I play at my highest level solo only. Uh, one I play with. At am highest level with any friends, you know, that are, you know, around my SR and I do nothing. I don't ever go over a three Q. And then I have my lower guy that I learn new characters with that I'll group with anybody with, but I definitely don't ever try to throw with any of them. I try to win. Right. I try to see the, the differences between them. And it's, it, it, it it is weird, but I think that just all in all, the system just doesn't really work at the moment. And I've been a big supporter of the s- system, and I'm I'm starting to change my
1: mind. I think we could really do with some reworking. Yeah, it 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 takes it takes your your past history too. So, for instance, right. You two have been playing probably since what, season 2, season 3, something like that, give or take? Uh, actually, no. we. I mean- Right
3: before season 1. A, okay. Yeah.
1: Like a few weeks after it, it launched officially. Okay. So you take that. So it has all of your past history up to this point, up to season, the, the current season that we're in, right? Now, take someone like me. I'm a console transplant to PC Master Race, right? So all of my hard-earned grinding on the Xbox doesn't reflect on the PC. So it doesn't have any of my past history. So when I placed with PC, I placed 2219. Because it has no other history to go to. I went eight and two. Right? It's uh it, eh, he needs to go somewhere around here. There's not a I set think template. You
2: also played some of your your uh initial place. Uh, placement matches with me when I was drinking.
1: Right. idea.
2: <laughs> to any of the listeners that like to play with me, it is a crapshoot when I'm drinking. So just know that. If you play with me on the weekends.
3: Toxic Bobby comes out sometimes. Crapshoot.
2: Yeah, yeah. I don't think a, it should be fun Bobby. Shoot.
1: It's not fun Bobby. It's toxic Bobby. All
3: right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Only at the very, that's the very end of
3: the day. Usually night. when I go to no, bed. No, no,
1: no, no, no. You owe me, like, 30 SR, young sir. Okay? (laughs) You owe me at least 30 SR.
3: I will say, though, Timeless, that goes two ways. Like, because when I started, (laughs) I was uh, amazing. No, not even a little. Like, I died to Symmetra Turrets, like, every other turn, like, not even understanding what just killed me. Like, I -hmm. had no idea what the game was. So... Bobby tries to get me to play this game, and I go in, and I'm like, okay, you saw me on Halo on the Xbox, and it was very sad, so now you want me to play this game, and I didn't know what I was doing, so I have those stats still reflecting on May SR, you know, like, (laughs) eh.
1: You know, and and just thinking about this right now as we're talking about it, what if the... um, your, your seasons drop off as you go through this.
3: Right. I think that'd you know? be perfect. You
1: are talking my
2: freaking so, thing that I mentioned as soon as I started this <laughs> podcast, dude. Have them drop
1: <laughs> off and only remember two. Three to be generous just oh, to get that, good that good. average. Yeah. Three to three to get an average. You know, do something to kind of change it up and then publicize what you're doing. The current SR system right now, the tables that Blizzard is using are so hidden That no one knows what they're doing. No one knows how they calculate your SR. They don't know what no one knows what they use. Though,
3: yeah, it'll be exploited.
2: Do that? It's gamed. People game that system. I personally will game that system.
3: (laughs) I mean, it's just like when (laughs) mercy—that's what I do. Like when the whole mercy, um, you know, gaining SR for the more reses. So she'd just sit back and wait for the five man res. So that she could get more SR because that put her at a better advantage than if she won the game. You know, like, it was, it's a crapshoot. You know, you can't tell everybody everything or else they'll develop ways to exploit that. But you can't hide it from everybody so much. And I think they do a good job of it. I think they give you enough. They give you, like, the on-fire meter. They give you, like, a notification of, like, if you are doing well, if you are doing your job, you will get more SR. and. I go back and forth on, you know, like season five, it was throwers galore. And I was like, okay, thank God I'm not losing as much SR when I have a thrower on my team because I'm still doing a good job. But at the same time, like my stats don't reflect very well when I have five teammates that aren't doing their job. So that's showing that I'm not doing as well when in all reality, like I would be doing fine if they were competent enough to do their jobs as well. (laughs)
2: Yeah, it's the biggest misconception is that I'll go DPS and I will carry and we'll be good. Like, even in the 2Ks, if I don't at least have one competent tank and one competent healer, I'm still not carrying. If if six people choose DPS, it doesn't matter if I play Reaper or whatever. Like, I'm not carrying. It's not going to happen. And so... I think another thing they could do just to kind of close us out, and you guys can comment on it if you want, but I think another thing that would be really healthy for the game is a different game mode, competitive mode, like a 3v3 lockout elimination comp mode. Something for people who don't want to really get into the real nitty-gritty of 6v6 team combat. You know, that could be... I mean, I know Ja wanted to be here so bad because he wanted to talk about how he (laughs) wanted to have 3v3 comp because he would love that. He would play it probably exclusively. So something like that could help out quite a bit. Just just change it up. Because some people want to play comp, period, because they feel the other modes aren't competitive because people just play what they don't know and... You know, I mean, I know I do that a lot, too. I mean, I want to play comp just because I feel like that's where the most competition happens.
1: So do you guys want to comment on that?
2: Why
3: 3v3? Why not, like, deathmatch? You know, like... Uh,
1: She's reading my mind, man. She's reading my mind. Like, if you're going to go one
3: way versus the other, like, take a total team game and take it to deathmatch and give those people comp, those people that want to be free-for-all, that want to show their muscles and say, hey, look at me, I'm the best of the best. Like, fine, you could be the best of the best in free-for-all deathmatch, but in a team game, you don't hold anything because it's a team game. I
2: think that'd be great too. You know,
3: like 3v3, yes, but you're still, it's still a team game. You know, if you're going to come out with a new mode, I feel like you come out with deathmatch as competitive.
1: I think I, I think why they haven't done that is because they want to center Overwatch as a team game and not so much the Call of Duty one-on-one kind of feel to it. So they're, I think they're going to steer clear of the one v one As much as I would love a free-for-all competitive death match, they won't do it just because... I
3: just feel like it would take those people that exclusively just want to play for themselves out of the team game, which is what everybody wants, you know? So maybe it's not even competitive. Maybe they call it something else, but like maybe it's a ladder, you know, maybe it's just like who's first, who's. It
2: would have to be a ladder for free for free for all. And,
3: you know, people can do both, but it's an outlet for them to get you know.
1: Yeah, I think that's great. I think why not both? Yeah, and have an independent ladder for that mode, just to show personal gain, personal growth. Like I like this is my this is my ranking because this is all me. I don't have to rely on a team, right? You know, and then yep. that would then in turn take those people out of competitive, our competitive as we know it, for and make more room for those players that want to do
3: or when they come yeah, into just competitive think
1: of something they're
3: more likely yes, to play as a team you're on
1: the same
2: page you know they're like they get oh, it no, out of their system
3: the <laughs> they're like okay no
2: bob's got an idea what you made me just think of is amazing if there was a free-for-all comp and you could show how good you are at a character then you could go into the real com and be like, "No, dude, I can do Genji. I got this. Check out my free for all stats." Ah, See, there you go. Yes, dude. Then you could actually get yourself into a different role yep. by just doing that. what if that. they had like it's a like ladder? No one's going to
1: take the other stats
2: seriously. Do you seriously. think they'd have
3: like a ladder, like a whole just overall ladder, or like a ladder per character, or both?
1: No, you'd have to do. You would have to do ladder per. Account per your name, but you know. You know I'm saying like a ladder for Genji, then, and a
3: ladder for Hanzo's, and a ladder, you know, like like an oh, overall ladder, like,
1: like of like, yeah, yeah, like the top um,
3: person in free for all is Zenyatta then followed by Genji, followed by McCree, and then yeah, individual was... character ladders.
2: All right. Well, I think we I think we gave some good ideas. Let's uh. Let's go ahead and move on to the, to the next thing we're going to talk about, which is Overwatch League rivalries have started and oh, timeless. Yeah. This was
1: what you wanted
2: to talk about, so why don't you take the floor, brother?
1: Oh man, yeah. So <laughs> uh, I was on the uh, on the Twitters earlier today, and uh, I saw a little little article here. Um, pretty much what happened here was, uh, as everyone knows, Overwatch League is getting ready to be big. Um, the LA team. Came with their reveal, and Bobby. If you haven't seen the reveal video, you should check that out. It's actually pretty good. So to go into further detail on this one, so the San Francisco Shock went and uh, threw the first stone, if you will. Um, after Shocking. right after
2: been the kind of they've been kind of like that, haven't they? They've been kind of like the bad guys, like yeah. the Oakland Raiders
1: of the league.
2: <laughs>
3: Nobody <needs laughs> so that. far.
1: Yeah. So so pretty much, as everyone knows, um, Immortals is pretty much going to be rebranded as L.A. Valiant. And on Twitter, they just they posted their 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 reveal video. And then San Francisco Shock replied with a simple. "Eh." So and then went on further detail to calling out the creation date and the fake followers that Shock has uh, this coming on the side of Valiant. So they were saying that there is some rivalry starting. And then I think Bobby and I's team here, Dallas Fuel. Fuel. Give me fuel. Give me fire. Give me that much I desire. (sighs) That's right. Uh, They chimed in uh, trying to pretty much say that the teams are going to need some really big fire extinguishers to uh, handle the Dallas Fuel. Bobby, what do you think? I think they
2: are going to definitely need it. I think the only team that's gonna <clears throat> that's gonna rival them are uh not this country's team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think that would be the dynasty that will be uh will be their only competition. We but don't know we who all the know.
3: teams are yet. So let's not get <laughs> well, ahead of ourselves. We
2: will know. We we will know soon though. Uh, yes. Yeah. Isn't it? Shouldn't we have them all
1: by the end of December? Is that we, right? Or the end I think of we November? have them all before we Blitz have to have it, them. Right? We have to have them. No, we have to have them all done by December 6th. That's going to be the start date to the preseason exhibitions. Um, on this one, pretty much, you know, and and for the listeners uh, that don't know, Bob is referring to the Seoul Dynasty. Overwatch League team, uh, which uh, may or may not be some troubling times for us over here at the NA side of the house. But like Mel said, you never know. I have faith in our, our Dallas fuel team. Yeah, we can we can handle yeah, it. I we'll think, be all
2: right. Uh, I think they have a lot of a lot of flex capabilities and they have the right team, and they have my boy Siegel. So Siegel Seagull i think uh i think it's gonna be i think they're gonna stand a chance and i think with overwatch overwatch changes a lot i mean there's gonna be there's gonna be people that weren't you know were mediocre at certain roles and then another role becomes very important and you know a character changes and all of a sudden you know Nobody in the pros needed a mercy or ever wanted one until Mercy <laughs> changes came in, and now someone might shine because the character's different. So I think we might see some. I think we might see some changes, uh, and people could rise from, rise from the uh,
3: ashes. By the way, yep. the signing window for players is through October thirtieth. So yes, before it was gone. Thank you.
2: <laughs> oh, I I yeah, we were talking about the release of the team names and the team Oh, No, pilot. I was
3: talking player signings. So like we, we don't know what players are on all the other teams. So
2: uh, I got gotcha. you. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. yeah, but they don't have to like release that until until they release the team name and they do their big release like they've been doing. We've only got four of them so far, but I think we have we're supposed to have them all, all 12 by what Timeless said, December well, 6th. I think they're yeah, going to announce the them at
3: BlizzCon for us.
2: I think they're going to announce yeah. a and few They're maybe. all going to yeah. be there. I- I'm to pretty sure. Give
3: me a hug and sign autographs <laughs> and, you know, fun stuff like that.
1: Give me one too. Got it. I won't be there, but I'll be there in spirit. <laughs> well, speaking
2: of shit talking. Oh, man. Dufran oh, has, has returned to Overwatch. If everybody remembers correctly, he was banned uh, for the entirety of Season 5. And he was banned from Contenders and the first season of Overwatch League, which we're getting ready to go into starting January. Is he the one
3: with mental health issues? But he
2: has been cited... No, uh, no. Well, they said he's got. They said they were trying to get him help. You know, they they alluded to depression and things of that nature, but he nothing like, was ever out, said. Though,
3: right? He was the one that like was like uh, the yeah, campaign he had a, for like mini, mini freak for out Dufresne or something. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Throw yeah, for yeah,
1: he was on the team of um of selfless, um, which is now a disbanded team, by the way, um. And they, uh, he, so he's one of those players, like Mel was speaking about, that could potentially join one of these teams. Now, put air quotes again, one of the next best, next season though, yeah, next season, one of the best hit scam players out there right now. So he, some he,
2: say the best.
1: Yeah. Some say the number one um, tracer uh, in the Trace world. Tracer soldier, yeah. Right, exactly so we don't know for sure he could possibly go to one of these teams next season and 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 be that that star player that everyone um comes around you never know so but yeah uh, according to according to a video that i saw today on youtube uh by a stylosa over at unit lost um uh, this video which is in the show notes um has him as he's he's returned back to Back to the game. So
3: for the Overwatch League, how many people do you think this will bring back to Overwatch versus people that will jump ship? You know what I mean? So people who have left, who were good players, maybe coming back and trying for the Overwatch League versus people that maybe are good players now that didn't get on a team that leave because they're salty.
1: Well, A lot of people are probably going to want to come back because of Defran coming back. He has a lot of quote-unquote star power still. Just because he left the the scene for a little bit doesn't mean he necessarily didn't lose any of his Twitch followers. So a lot of players that are kind of on the fence right now that are from disbanded teams may try to get back in the doors. Which will then open up more opportunities for different teams to get a lot of good players, which then is good across the board for the health of the league. Because as you can uh, remember, the league itself is under a lot of scrutiny. They don't. Uh, some people think that it's going to fail. Some people think that it's going to be great. We don't know. I know. All of us players, we have we have faith. That it's going to be great, right? We have faith that it's going to be great. That's that faith that Bobby's always talking about. See, I listen, I listen <laughs> to this I stuff. The faith, the faith. You know, I listen. Baby. Not Bobby,
3: yet, not, not yet.
1: You know I want you to
2: have faith. I'm just making <laughs> up words now. I, I don't know. think the song goes like that. No, I'd make up my own words of songs. That's what makes them fun. <laughs> but, no, Baby, but- <laughs> you know the friend's coming back.
3: It's like it, it not even the right song. Like and you it's like switch songs good. there midway. It's fine. Okay. I, yeah. Hey man, I'm, what I'm else were you saying I'm don't judge the
2: artist. It's it's, it's hard. <laughs> <aren't... laughs> no, Sorry, no. go ahead.
1: No, you're fine. You're fine. I, I just think I just think that potentially he's gonna bring some some players that probably decided not to play that wanna come back. And it's gonna be good for the health of the game because a lot of those players don't have those uh the issues that he was having they just decided not to play just not to play i'll agree that it'll be healthy
2: for the game as long as he's grown up a little bit i'm hoping that he has learned from this and i feel bad for the kid because i was that asshole i mean i was that kid and every once in a while when i get really drunk i turn back into that guy but that's like i was that kid and Unfortunately, he has to go through it. (laughs) Unfortunately, he has to go through it in such a public fashion, and it's just kind of a bummer. But hopefully, he has family and friends that are helping him, and hopefully, he has matured enough to just say it under his breath and not spout things out over Twitter and not spout things out over his Twitch. I'm hoping, just like Stylosa, I think everybody deserves a second chance, and I'm hoping he makes. I wanna watch the kid, so I'm hoping that he makes good choices.
1: Oh yeah. I I, I, I agree. Um he, he's gonna he's gonna be good for the game. If he comes back and he's healthy and he's in the right mindset, all of his followers will come back. It'll just be like he never left. And let, let his let his gameplay speak for him. You know, that's if he that's knows how to him the mentality shut. that I have. <laughs> right. But you know, we're not yeah, we're not digging to take You know, we're 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 not digging on DeFran. You know, we want him to come back to the game healthy. We want him to succeed. We want to uh watch him make some awesome plays, as well as all the other stars in the in the league on all the other teams. We just want it to be a good league for everyone so we have something to talk about. Like this is supposed to be like our NBA, our NFL, you know, just like Bob said a couple of weeks ago, "We're gonna have these players on these teams that we're gonna be drawn to, you know." So yeah, eventually, I would like to see one day I'm walking down the street with my Dallas Fuel shirt on, and and I pass somebody with a Los Angeles Valiant shirt on, and we kind of give them that smug like. And it, and uh, it, and then you keep going, you know. It, it's all in the I'm health of the game.
2: So hoping we can buy jerseys at BlizzCon. I hope so much that they have gotten that in. I don't know if they can be quick enough, but if they can, maybe that's I will what's a
3: gigantic oh, loot box.
1: <sighs> hey, oh, a
2: bunch it, of jerseys. Yeah, man.
1: I'd be down for that.
2: I'd be down yeah, for that. Yeah, it could be. Um, did you guys – I will ask you, did you see any of the user interface changes for the assault maps? I'm thinking about it now, and I didn't even pay attention to where they changed the – like they tried to make it a little more obvious when you're capturing the different
1: the different ticks on the point. Um, so the only thing that I noticed was that they they highlight more of how many – how many of your team and on the enemy team are on the point when you're when you're contesting it right now? So it's and, it'll be blue, uh, it you know blue like number one or number two, and then red number one or number two, depending on how many teammates you have. Is in, it just me, or does on, it on like
3: become more three D gotcha. okay. like when you actually cap the point versus when you're just like close? Like I feel like there's something that like pops out or like it's bigger or something to show you. Cause yeah. how many times did There's you like think you capped it?
2: There's supposed to and be then an you animation. Like
3: everybody's not on it. And then it starts to go down and you're like, no. Right.
1: Yeah. You're just a sliver from it. Yeah. It's like right there. And it's like, someone right? just please, just please.
3: Not get off that point.
2: <laughs> well, I didn't actually notice it myself. Uh, but I've been getting ready for BlizzCon and been doing a lot of prepared to attacks. Oh, that reminds me of something I wanted to mention when we were talking about DeFran. So one of our prepared to attack coaches uh, is, is British and he was playing on the EU servers. And I guess DeFran has been playing on the EU servers cause he ran into him and played with him there. It's oh, okay. Pretty in- yeah, pretty. Was it a positive in- experience? Interesting, but yeah, I've been busy with. Right, uh, he said yes. He said he did well. He said it was positive in the sense that he was playing well, not positive in the sense that he destroyed him as he played Reinhardt and Winston. He played
3: against him. <laughs> oh, that was a bummer.
2: Yeah, I was curious yeah. to see Ooh. like how he
3: was in chat.
2: It's kind of like you and me. Uh, I don't think he really chatted, but it was probably kind of like you and me when we went up
3: I wasn't against there. Was Baby
2: doing uh alt account. It was me, Tank, no, Jack, Chase. Day. You really weren't with us? I
3: was out of town, I think.
2: No shit. Oh, yeah. Jack noticed how good he was. I just thought he was good. And he was like, who's your man? And he put out the... He put out his Twitch and we went to it and I was like, Oh my god, it's Baby Bay from Splice Gaming. What the fuck? <laughs> I mean, it was crazy. Uh I wish I would have like saved a copy of that of of, of that VOD, because he's sitting there talking. he was like just a few of his placement matches in. Uh we watched the stream after that, and he's quickly a couple games later, was in Masters placement games. But he was complaining because he was just like, These are a bunch of plats. What the fuck is going on? Why can't I carry? <laughs> and yeah, it was uh it was pretty cool. Went up against one of the one of the best. But, um Yeah. That Do is you say uh
1: yeah, that's actually uh not to be well, it's said one in the same, but that's Baby Bay of the uh San Francisco uh shock now.
2: Wow. Yeah, yeah. He was when we ran into him, he was part of Splice Gaming, but they broke up and he's been gone from them for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just yeah. Throwing,
1: throwing props out there to Baby Bay, that's all.
2: Baby Bay. Baby Bay. I hope to meet one of your other Smurfs someday and be on right? your team instead of on the opposing team. <laughs> all right, so uh, we're going to go ahead and move on to weekly updates. Weekly updates. And uh, the Los Angeles Valiant announced their team and colors. I know you wanted to talk
1: a little bit about this. I'll just give the floor to Timeless. Me again? Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so on, on this one, um, just Los Angeles Valiant, they, they announced their, their team and their team colors going with the green and yellow. On this one, um predominantly made up of Team Immortals as we know them. They announced this on the 23rd. So uh yet another team uh locks their place into the Overwatch League, and uh they they have a about a two-minute and twenty-second well, um uh, coming out video. Really uh, interesting you guys should check it out. It's a, it's a good watch. Kind of just goes over how much they mean to their community and how much that the city of Los Angeles is behind them. So, you know, just another team that's etched their, their mark. Are you a fan of anybody on the team? Um, Right now, no. No, I, I've yeah. pretty much stuck with Dallas Field, so.
2: Yeah, I'm pretty, I'm, pretty in, I'm pretty into fuel. And it's funny because once the Overwatch League starts, my esports fandom and participation will jump tremendously because they're actually doing what a person like me needs. I need a team. I don't watch Apex. I don't watch any of that shit. Like, I just, I mean, I don't care. I don't know enough about it. I don't have a horse in the race. Mm. I am so excited about having a horse in the race now. I chose i chose my team. I got Dallas Fuel. You know, they're not the best, per se, from what, you know, everybody thinks. But they're my team, and they got the player that I like the most. So... I'm pretty excited, and I guarantee you, I won't miss a Dallas a a Dallas Fuel match. Who is that? Who is that, Just who like is that I player don't again? Chiefs who, Siegel.
1: Who's that player again? Siegel. One more time.
2: Siegel. Oh, okay, that's what I thought.
3: Caca, I caca. thought
2: of, oh, that's that's not no, Siegel. that's Siegel. That's I not. That, that, I that, thought it was cool how so. they
3: came out with um, <laughs> talking about how they were going to do backstories on all the characters or all the players and. Get more in depth into their lives, I thought that was a nice take on it
2: hmm that yeah. actually reminds me of a commercial that timeless sent to me uh, for uh, <laughs> or, what there was something gaming oh,
1: Orion yeah, it was, gaming it, uh, it's um the omen desktop the gaming desktop yeah. is which it, the one that I have that I'm using it it was a commercial for uh to promote the the desktop but they used the uh, immortals team as their uh yeah that was cool dude player. that was cool yeah so um just two people that are on the la team that um you want to take a look at for the future are unco and soon they're like the two big stars for for that team so they're going to be let the ones let me guess
2: dps players
1: uh I know Unco is actually. I think Unco runs a tank. He's a Winston main. I'm not too sure about soon. I'd have to do some more research. Gotcha. Okay. Well,
2: uh, let's talk about uh, something I just saw recently. Loot boxes are going to be are going to be giftable soon. So you're going to be able to just pull up the Blizzard launcher, buy a loot box, and gift it to your your buddies. What do you guys think about that?
1: I'll let you guys take that one.
2: You I
3: guys think start. I better have Go, a lot of loot boxes in my inbox presents, soon. So. presents. No, I'm just kidding. That, that's true. <laughs> mm, you'd rather have hearth that's- packs,
1: hearth, hearthstone packs.
3: Hearthstone pack?
1: <laughs> can I gift mine? Because I got a free one. I don't believe
2: you-, you can gift the ones that you have. Uh like I don't believe anything that's gifted to you can be regifted, or anything you have in your inventory can be gifted. I think it's just you can buy, you to can buy clear, ones and I gift like them to Overwatch somebody else. More than Hearthstone,
3: but cards in Hearthstone make you better. <laughs> skins in Overwatch don't make you better. So, and I don't play that many characters, so I already yeah. have all the skins I want for those characters.
1: Oh, there you go. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I mean if I if I could give you my Hearthstone gift pack, I would because I don't play a Hearthstone like that. No, not a dig on anyone that plays Hearthstone. Just not my not my bag.
3: It's a wonderful game. <laughs> I,
1: I did watch the cinematic for it, though. Looked pretty cool.
3: I, I just like Hearthstone because I can play it. On my phone, when I'm in line somewhere, you know, when I'm doing whatnot, like up in the kitchen or anything, like, Overwatch I have to give my full attention to, and Hearthstone I just don't. So, Mm -hmm. that's when I play Hearthstone as opposed to Overwatch, um, which just seems to be more frequently (laughs) that I have, you know, a little bit of my attention as opposed to all of it, but, Mm. or when Bobby's podcasting, because I don't have to communicate with anybody, so... (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> you don't have to ask for I'm healing
3: Right
2: Yeah I play Hearthstone on the toilet <laughs> Or in line At the grocery store Yeah. And yeah. I still get a higher rank Than her every every month
3: Okay <laughs>
2: Shots fired Oh yeah well I mean to,
3: to I got a higher fair, rank than you last month Thank you Did you I did
2: I got rank 9 what did you get
3: 2 Let's just go with that.
2: <laughs> I thought you hadn't even I don't been remember, to yet. I know it yet. was
3: higher than you last month, or maybe it was a month you, before. No, it was last month because I played You were higher rage. than okay, me at one This isn't a Hearthstone podcast. A Let's month, move on. Not at the end. No, no, at the end. I promise.
2: Hmm. i have to look back at that. I usually end anywhere between five and 10, but I have played for a long time and I have every card. And just playing a few games a day, I get everything every time. So it's a little bit unfair. But she's also okay. only beaten me once in a scrim match, too. so
3: Not true. Got that I've too. beaten you the last, like, four times.
1: All right, guys. You welcome to Hearthstone Radio. <laughs>
2: you are so <laughs> full of shit. All right. Well, moving on. I'd like to remind everybody that I am going to be at Con before the storm. I'm going to be on the Overwatch panel with chan man v is the moderator i'm going to be joined by totemly drunk from heroes never die slambo from the cavalry jimmy from the payload and andreas from omnic lab and mel will also be there but she will not be on the panel Uh, she but she will be there and ready to meet anybody that would like to tank zord from the cavalry will also be there I know, you know, there's a bunch of people that are going to be there. So we hope you guys come and see us and say hi. Uh, Please do say hi. Um, I might be a little weirded out that anybody wants to say hi to me, but if you do, just do it because I am a friendly person and I will probably be drinking alcohol throughout the weekend. So I'll be even more fun. There's
1: there's not a probable. True story. You will.
3: <laughs> and we have a really cool hotel room that we're all staying in. Mm. And we can come wake up Slambo at any point at the night. So, you know, feel free to find not us. A a dad room.
1: 76.
3: <laughs> yeah, right? But if
2: you want us to Step come dad. to your room and party, we can do
1: that. And and, and on that, um, real quick, um, for the listeners out there, you, you see these guys out at BlizzCon having a good time, go up to them. They're some of the nicest people you'll ever meet. You know, I never thought that I'd be on a podcast with some of the people that I play with. And let me tell you, it's been nothing but the best of experiences. So go give hugs. I think Mel gives hugs, I, I think. Uh, it's true. Lots of hugs. You know, just just introduce yourself and and you should be met with nothing but Warm thank yous, and probably get invited to go have a drink.
3: Who knows? True story. We're very friendly, and we're really in awe if anybody recognizes us. So, <laughs> come say hi, give me a hug, please.
2: Yeah, but still, I still love it when I get when I get recognized in game. It's a very flattering thing. All right, so we're going to go ahead and close out. We didn't really have any other community questions or anything to cover, so we're going to close out. And uh, I'd like to let everybody know that Prepare to Attack Batch 3 is out and is, well, three of the heroes are out, two of which should be out sometime this week. Um I want to remind everybody that we live stream every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Central. Uh, uh, give us your Overwatch stories. We would love to hear them. Uh, we have a PS4 community and X and Xbox One Club. You can join our Discord at discord.gg slash mashthosebuttons. I'd like to plug all of our friends on the Facebook group Heroes of Overwatch, there are some nice dudes and dudettes. And I'd like to thank
1: everybody for coming. Timeless, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me at Timeless underscore OW. Also can find me on the Discord at Timeless Soul. All right. And Mel, where can we find you?
3: You can find me on Twitter at Mel Overwatch. You can find me in the Calvary Discord at discord.me slash the Calvary. Um you can find me on the Calvary show on Wednesdays, usually live um on twitch.tv slash the cavalry show. Um
2: what time do you go live?
3: We go live at seven, <laughs> I think. Um, usually on Wednesdays. Um, So we won't be live next week because of BlizzCon, but who knows what fun stuff we'll come up with while we're there. So next week after that, we'll be good. Um, But yeah, you can find me um, in-game at Mel Arena and find me at BlizzCon.
2: Oh, boy. And I am Blazin' Bob. You can find me on Twitter at Blazin underscore Bob. That's B-L-A-Z-Z-I-N underscore B-O-B. You can also find me on Twitch at Blazin' Bob. And there's no underscore there. And I am going to start streaming now. I just got my new room set up. Everything's good. The green screen is always up. So should be easy to just click a button and do it. So I'm just going to do it but not till after blizzcon so with that i'd like to say goodbye to everybody everybody in the chat thank you for coming uh anybody got something cheeky to
1: say uh we'll end with uh like the shirts say heroes never die and the meta Uh. is
2: not gospel respect it
0: The storm, known as BlizzCon, is almost upon us, and that means once again it's time for podcasters, community personalities, and fans to come together for one of the largest gatherings created by fans for fans. It's Con Before the Storm featuring the fifth annual World of Podcast. It's shaping up to be our largest World of Podcasts yet, with participants from over 50 podcasts and additional content being produced before and after the big party at the Anaheim Hilton on November 2nd. Even if you can't join us in Anaheim, we do invite you to check out the shows on Alpha Geek Radio or at twitch.tv slash ComBeforeStorm. Can't listen to us live? We have you covered with podcast versions of our content available for download on demand via our World of Podcasts show feed on Google Music and Apple Podcasts. For complete information, show schedule, and much, much more, be sure to check out ComBeforeStorm.com and also don't forget to follow us on Twitter at ComBeforeStorm and at World of Podcasts.